Well, good day to you, and welcome to another week of these audio devotions. Uh, this is Steve Rhodes, and I'm honored to serve as the pastor at Bethel Friends Church in Poland, Ohio, right outside Youngstown. You can receive these on Facebook, where I usually post them. Well, I'll always post them. Also, our website, BethelFriendsChurch.com, BethelFriendsChurch.com. And you can also receive them on your favorite podcast app. I believe you just need to search Read Scripture. Um, and so on an iPhone, you can find them on Podcast or Overcast, Downcast, Pocket Cast. On an Android phone, there's an app called Podcast Addict, as well as I believe Pocket Cast is also available on an Android phone. We read through an Old Testament chapter a day and a New Testament chapter another day. We're just kind of walking through the Bible. My aim is to keep them five to ten minutes long, five to ten minutes long, and give a little bit of application, a little bit of explanation just to aid your spiritual life. A little bit of teaching. Um, sometimes I've gone as long as 15 to 20 minutes, though I usually try to keep them closer to five minutes. If you have questions about something read, I love questions. I love getting deep into the Bible and the meaning behind it and Bible backgrounds and archaeology and theology and apologetics, which is a defense of the Bible. So, so, so send me a message. Love to talk to you. So we are to this week beginning on John chapter 7, John's gospel chapter 7. John's gospel, gospel means good news, and John's is is one of the later Gospels written. He was the last of the apostles uh, to die. He was exiled on the island of Patmos when he wrote Revelation, at least we usually believe, as well as 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. John's Gospel is a lot different than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the synoptic Gospels because something like 90% of the material is the same. John's Gospel is a lot different. And in chapters uh, 5 through 10, we have the festival cycle in John, the festivals, the Jewish festivals. And right here we are at the Feast of Booths, also called the Feast of Tabernacles um, here. And Jesus is teaching at the feast. Let's jump right in here. It says, after these things, which means the narrative is continuing. After these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee. So there's some geography there. For he was unwilling to walk in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. And it just wasn't his time yet. Now the feast of the Jews, the feast of booths was near. Therefore his brothers said to him, leave him, leave here and go into Judea. Judea is a broader area around Jerusalem. Go into Judea so that your disciples also may see your works, which you are doing. That's talking about miracles. For no one does anything in secret when he himself seeks to be known publicly. They're saying, you want to be publicly. Don't do it in secret. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. Jesus' his brothers are saying that. Verse 5. For not even his brothers were believing him in him. Now, that's an interesting verse. Not even his brothers. James, his half-brother, would later write the epistle of James. Not even his brothers were believing in him. Verse 6. So Jesus said to them, my time is not yet here, but your time is always opportune. In other words, he knew he was heading towards the cross, but it's not time yet. Jesus continues, the world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify of it, that its deeds are evil. Go up to the feast yourselves. I do not go up to this feast because my time is not yet fully come. Having said these things to them, he stayed in Galilee. Jesus stayed in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he himself also went up, not publicly, but as if in secret. Jesus kind of, you know, went in there in secret because he did not want them to take him by force and try to make him king or kill him before it was his time. Verse 11. So the Jews were seeking him at the feast and were saying, where is he? There was so much grumbling. There was much grumbling among the crowds concerning him. Some were saying he is a good man. Others were saying, no, on the contrary, he leads the people astray. 
No one, yet no one was speaking openly of him for fear of the Jews. There was a fear. When, but when it was now the midst of the feast, uh, uh, Jesus went up into the middle, into the temple, and he began to teach. Jesus began to teach. The Jews then were astonished, saying, How has this man become learned, having never been educated? So Jesus, of course, was taught by God. He was not formally educated. He was a carpenter. Carpenter means one who works with his hands. Basically, he was a day laborer. Uh, being a carpenter is not the same idea of being a carpenter today. So Jesus answered them and said, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. His teaching is from God. Jesus continues in verse 17, if anyone is willing to do his will, he will know of the teaching, whether it is of God or whether I speak for myself. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who is seeking the glory of the one who sent him, he is true. And there is no unrighteousness in him, no unrighteousness uh, in, in, in God the Father right there. It would be referring to, I believe. Um, because this is saying Jesus is seeking the glory of the one who sent him. That's God the Father. Verse 19. Jesus continues, Did not Moses give you the law? And yet, and yet none of you carries out the law. Why do you Why do you seek to kill me? The crowd answered, You have a demon. Who seeks to kill you? Now they consider Jesus to have a demon. Jesus answered, answered them, I did, I did one deed and you all marvel. One miracle. For this reason, Moses has given you circumcision. Not because it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And on the Sabbath, you circumcise a man. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses will not be broken, are you angry with me because I made an entire man well on the Sabbath? They were upset at Jesus for healing on the Sabbath, remember. Jesus continues, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Judge with right judgment. So some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is this not the man whom they are seeking to kill? Look, he is speaking publicly and they're saying nothing to him. The rulers do not really know that this is the Christ, do they? Now Christ means Messiah, anointed one. However, we know where this man is from, but whenever the Christ may come, no one knows where he is from. Verse 28, then Jesus cried out in the temple saying, you both know me and know where I am from and I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true. Whom do you, whom, whom do not know, whom you do not know. They do not know the one who sent him, the father. I know him because I am from him and he sent me. So they were seeking to seize him and no man laid his hand on him because his hour had not yet come. Jesus's hour had not yet come, but many of the crowd believed in him. And they were saying, when the Christ comes, he will not perform more signs than those which this man has. Will he? They're recognizing he's the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Christ is Greek, Messiah, uh, Hebrew. The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him. And the chief priests of the Pharisees sent officers to seize him. Him is Jesus. Therefore, Jesus said, for a little while longer, I'm with you. Then I, then I go to him who sent me. Go back to the Father. You will seek me and will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews then said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? He is not intending to go to the dispersion. Dispersion means spreading out among the Greeks and teach the Greeks, is he? What is this statement that he said, you will seek me and will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Remember, remember a few chapters ago, Jesus offers living water. Verse 38, Jesus continues, He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive, for the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Holy Spirit would come later to the people. Verse 40, Some of the people, therefore, when they heard these words, were saying, This certainly is the prophet. 
Others were saying, this is the Christ. Still others were saying, surely the Christ is not going to come from Galilee, is he? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the descendants of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division occurred in the crowd because of him. Some of them wanted to seize him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then came to the chief priests and Pharisees and they said to them, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, Never has a man spoken the way this man speaks. The Pharisees then answered, answered You have not also been led astray, have you? No one of the rulers of the Pharisees has believed in him, has he? But the crowd which, de which does not know the law is accursed. Now look at verse 50. Nicodemus, who came to him before, being one of them, said to them, now Nicodemus, that's John chapter 3. Nicodemus, and he said to them, our law does not judge a man unless it first hears from him and knows what he is doing, does it? So Nicodemus is kind of becoming a disciple, speaking out for him. Verse 52, they answered him, you're not also from Galilee, are you? Search and see that no prophet arises out of Galilee. Search the scriptures, basically. Everyone went to his home at that point. And that is all from John chapter 7. We'll stop there. Have a good day in the Lord and God bless.